What is up, everyone? Welcome to another amazing edition of Discussing Art here. We are talking about some of the amazing 2021, a year interview of the greatest NFT projects. I can't wait for you guys to look at all this because we have a ton, a ton of amazing art and content for you guys to look at. Stay tuned. That is right. Thank you. Thank you for that great introduction, Mr. Logan Landers. We are back. It is Discussing Art, and we're so excited to be with you closing out the year 2021 in the most momentous year of all time when it comes to the NFT world, when it comes to the cryptographic art world, and when it comes to the technology that underlays all of the amazing items we're talking about and the cryptographic ownership of art, the cryptographic, you know, uh, holding and membership clubs, so many amazing things to talk about and unpack. We're here and I am so happy to be here. Thank you. So how's it going, Mr. Logan? I am doing amazing, my man. Uh, Christmas just passed, had some good time, some good family time with friends and family. I'm ready. Like I said, it took a little bit of time off. Enjoy the enjoy the holidays, but I am ready to be back to dive, take another in-depth look at some amazing NFT art projects, and I can't wait for this year in review, my man. How you doing also? I'm doing great. Yeah, and just like you said, you know, there's amazing NFT projects to talk about here. I just want to be real clear up front. There is no way in the entire world we'll be able to cover every absolutely amazing, noteworthy, thriving, incredible club or membership or project that came out this year. In fact, for this episode, we're going to stay pretty focused on the Avatar projects that were launched throughout this year because those Avatar projects are what made a lot of the headlines, a lot of the things that became, quote, legendary within this year. And just one of the things that we can stay focused on without diving into every portion of art. So one thing I want to make very clear is here on Discussing Art, we'll have more episodes that go deep into the world of generative art, into the world of virtual lands, when it comes to utility, memberships. And we will explore every aspect and multi-chain of NFTs, including Bitcoin NFTs over on the Counterparty platform. We're including Layer 2 NFTs that are over on Immutable X or Avalanche, Solana, Cardano. And we'll discuss, of course, Ethereum and Polygon-based NFTs because in this 2021 world, if you stay more towards the top layer, the most I'll say important, the most popular, the ones that made the most headlines this year were generally Ethereum-based NFTs serving over on the Layer 1 blockchain. So that's kind of where we'll stay mainly focused for this, just to keep a certain scope and to be able to show you and talk about more and more projects without getting too deep into every one. But again, rest assured, our audience... Here at Discussing Art, we will be discussing all aspects of amazing art over the next few episodes. So stay tuned with us and make sure that you watch all of our other episodes that are available now over on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, and on our podcast, Discussing Art, everywhere that you listen to podcasts. And so thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to get into a few of just the incomplete, very incomplete list of amazing Avatar projects that we found noteworthy here in 2021. 
So, Logan, tell me, have you heard of any of the following of this list? The Board Ape Yacht Club, the Hash Masks, Cool Cats, Cyber Kongs, V Friends, Loot for Adventurers, Fame Lady Squad, the Wolf Gang, Game, <laughs> Mechaverse, Gutter Cat Gang, Pudgy Penguins, Doodles, Punks Comics, World of Women, Lazy Lions, The Sevens, Crypto Toads, NFT Worlds, Creature World, Crypto Funks, The Doge Pound, Kaju Kings, Dead Fellas, Ghosts, Forgotten Runes Wizards Cult, Owen One Force. Any of those that you've heard of as we've been talking through all these? Oh, yeah, of course. We've covered a good majority of those here on the show. Like you mentioned, uh, Board 8 Yacht Club, one of the most popular ones at the moment. Hash Mask, of course, some really dope artwork. Cool Cast, uh, you know, Cool Cast, what we're rocking right now for our PFPs right now, looking good. The amazing uh, soon-to-be conference known as V Friends and how that has just absolutely skyrocketed, uh, looking really good there. Uh, also, just a few other ones I, I can see off the top of my head. World of Women, we've taken a look at. we got some really dope artwork over there. Uh, mm -hmm. Lazy Lions as well. And then, of course, man, the Ghost one was absolutely amazing. And the Forgotten Runes Wizard Cult was a blast to look at. But I have seen a, a few of these here just looking around on, on OpenSea and some other on Twitter and stuff along like the lines of those. But I, I'm excited to see and to learn more about some of the ones I might not be familiar with. I, I'm ready to look forward to it, man. Absolutely. And for everybody listening to the podcast version, I'm going to be showing some great imagery that shows some of the artwork attached to some of these items. So be sure to go and watch our video version over on YouTube, Twitch, or on my Twitter account as well if you'd like to see some of the images we're talking about as well. But I promise I'll give great descriptions for all of our listeners. Okay. So obviously we can't even dive into half of these projects without really taking the entire hour, without really fully fleshing out what each of these means. So we're going to stay very surface and we're going to stick to checking out the art and just barely kind of glazing over the pieces. I promise you though, we will go more in depth on all if not more of these projects over the next few episodes and one other big shout out i'd like to give because we planned a really a couple of other big programs before the end of the year that we may not get to until the beginning of january so just another shout out to everybody who's agreed to come on the show later in january and all of the amazing guests we're going to have including some of the um, female-led projects that are involved like world of women sad girl bar the women rise project Lost Girl, and a few other amazing female-led projects, including Illycoin, that are just amazing to us, and we just want to make sure to give a shout-out, because that'll be one of the next big episodes we do, is focused on a lot of the incredible projects by minority and female-led creators here in the space, because we want to keep making sure to give a great voice to those independent artists who are working very hard to create a name for themselves in this space and grow, and we don't want to everything to be overshadowed by some of the big names who've made amazing historic changes and um, made historic you know, growth in this particular space. Those projects are amazing and we're so happy for them, but we also want to give as much time and space to the underappreciated, underrepresented artists as we can. So that being said, I want to talk for just a second about what brought in so many people to this space this year. And it is not an avatar project, but it is worth mentioning. 
It is the artist named Beeple. Beeple is an incredible artist, one who makes absolutely breathtaking and noteworthy pieces, and a person who he puts together these complicated, complicated pieces that are, you know, they they bring to mind all this imagery and makes you think about, you know, what what's going on in the world. So here's a here's a pretty interesting piece, you know, that he he put out, you know, on December 24th. That Santa and he's pulling his sleigh, but the instead of a reindeer, you've got Mark Zuckerberg's head, and it looks like the reins of it go through like an oxygen mask for him. And it says, "A very meta Christmas to you and yours." So the reason that I wanted to flash and mention Beeple was because Beeple is the artist whose um, 5,000 days paintings were auctioned off for millions of dollars in March of 2021. And what is thought of as really bringing the imagination of the mainstream back into the NFT world. And that's just to say that the NFT world has been here for quite a while. NFTs probably started around 2014 with some other things involved with the NFT world happening all the way back to 2011. And then the first big NFT surge actually happened in 2017 going into 2018. So just to tell you that, you know, while 2021 might have been the big breakout year for NFT culture and for the NFT world on a national scale, the world of NFTs has been thriving and moving and creating for years and years and years. And just, you know, letting you know that, you know, people like Beeple have been working very hard in this space for years and years to show us everything that's possible within the space. So shout out to him and shout out to everybody who's been working and bringing this space to light and has brought so, so many amazing people into the space this year. Okay, so I'm going to flash over to the OpenSea Marketplace platform. OpenSea is a platform for mainly Ethereum-based NFTs, but they also have been expanding to other NFTs, also, you know, layer two or you know, other Ethereum chain-based NFTs. And what what makes this such an important place to look at and to look at the quote top NFTs? Now, I'll tell you, Logan Landers, I've been on this website for quite a few, you know, quite a bit of time. And it is not the fanciest website. It's not necessarily the the most functional website I've ever seen in my life, but it is the hub for NFT activity. And how's your experience been with um, playing around with OpenSea since you've gotten into the NFT world? I mean, like you said, it's not the it's not going to win awards for the most prettiest interface, right? Uh, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of stuff that changes here. I mean, you can see just with all the percentages, the, the floor prices, the owners. That's going to change constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is cool, though, because like I said, it is kind of uh, what, what's known in the community as the main hub, per se, where you can look at and view a ton of amazing art projects. And a lot of the ones we're talking about today, like you said, along with some other very popular ones and ones that could be on the rise here in the near future. But overall, I think OpenSea is a, is a great website um, for all NFT projects. And it's definitely the the number one source that I use in looking at different different pieces. Absolutely. And that will change rapidly throughout 2022 because we've got things happening where there are some significant competitors to OpenSea that are gearing up, spinning up their marketing, and getting ready to really launch an intense battle for your attention when it comes to looking at your collection on the Ethereum blockchain. And one thing I want to make really clear that's you know, a concept that is is hard to understand at first, but becomes really clear as you play in the NFT world, is that 
your individual collection, your wallet, the items that you are, have collected, you know, in NFT art, they stay with you, but the marketplaces might change. But when you log into each of those marketplaces, your collection will float with you because it's attached to your wallet. So just keeping that in mind that while OpenSea might be something that you're used to or what you were first introduced to, some of the other alternative platforms that are emerging, and be very careful as you navigate these, but as they begin to emerge, or some of the ones that have, that have already been around for quite a while, like Rarible, allow you to look at everything in your wallet without going to OpenSea. There are other alternatives. There are other platforms. There are other places. So just letting you know that while OpenSea is very popular and while OpenSea has been you know, the hub of a lot of activity throughout the 2021 NFT season, it will be very fascinating a year from now to look back and see if OpenSea continues to dominate or if other platforms begin to really encroach upon their domination. So Real quick, I'm just going to flash through and mention by name some of the top projects in the last 30 days. So these are projects that just in the last month, so essentially the month of December, have been the top traded items, the top items of getting attention and by, by sales volume. So this is these are the top projects here at the end of the year in 2021 that people are thinking about the most. Now, that's not to say that these are the projects that have been most popular throughout the year because this list, as Mr. Landers told you, fluctuates wildly, daily, and deeply. What was number one two months ago may have fallen very far down the list, even though that community could be thriving and growing. It just could be overshadowed by other newer projects or projects that reemerged because of new, new utility being announced other membership you know, benefits or reasons that people really are gravitating towards that particular project at that time. It could be seasonal. There are a lot of really, really complicated reasons. So we're going to stay surface, and we're just going to chat about some of the projects. So for the month of December, on OpenSea by volume, the number one traded item was called Clone X. And I'm going to go back through in just a moment and show you some of the art from each of these projects. But let's just talk about some of the, the top... 30 uh, collections in OpenSea for a moment by volume. So number one was Clone X, and Clone X is a product of the Artifact company, and Artifact was recently purchased by Nike. So with Artifact being purchased by Nike, that has risen the um, profile of Clone X from being one of the top projects in the nft world to being one of the top known projects in the entire world even outside of nfts so shout out to clones and the and the artifact team for all the work they've been doing to find an amazing corporate entity to partner with so that in next year's nft world you'll start to see that separation between independent projects and corporate projects so moving down down the line of course number two which is at number one most of the time, is the 2017 OG product project, CryptoPunks. The one that kind of started it all when it came to Avatar projects, when it came to 10,000 piece projects. There are a lot of things that were set by the CryptoPunks. Okay, at number three, Board Yacht Club. Number, we'll talk more about Board Yacht Club shortly. Number four, The Sandbox. The Sandbox is a decentralized virtual land where you can go and build your own world in in a a, um, a minecraft type of uh states so a voxel 
based um, you know, uh, graphics. And you can build your own um, games. You can build your own world to hang out in. And every piece connects to a giant virtual world called the Sandbox. Number five, the Mutant Ape Yacht Club. And Mutant Ape Yacht Club is one of the benefit pieces and secondary pieces from the Mutant Ape Yacht Club. So that just tells you how popular they've been. Number six is the Artifact Clone X Mint Vial. So that particular item is the Mint Pass for Clone X, which was the number one item you know in the last 30 days so that that particular um item the clone x mint, mint vial gives you the ability to mint a clone x item so that was very popular coming through this this month as the clone x um launch occurred in the last 60 days number seven is another recent entry adidas they're into the metaverse this is their big, you know, Genesis product. This is their first big collaborative product. It's not the first ever NFT from Adidas. They actually launched a Ninja Drop earlier in the year that was their original Genesis NFT. But this is the one that's been getting all the attention, the one that is amazing. And something else that's a little different about the, the Adidas Drop is it's not an avatar project or a generative project. It is a single item that uh, provides the same benefits across the board to all holders and so that is a much different thing than most of these projects where as you know, um, CryptoPunks or Aboard Ape Yacht Club, each item is unique. The Adidas drop, each item is the same and everybody gets the same benefits, but those benefits are equal across the board. So you've got your Vox collectibles. You've got Artblocks Curated, which Artblocks Curated is a generative art project. Number 10, you've got Wizards and Dragons game. Go check out our entire podcast episode all about Wizards and Dragons if you'd like to learn more. This is an on-chain DeFi game that was launched also very recently. It's only been around for about a month, and so people have been thinking and talking about this quite a bit recently. Decentraland, which is one of the original decentralized platforms for the metaverse, this metaverse has existed since 2017 into 2018. I think it launched January 2018 officially, and Decentraland has been growing and moving ever since. Townstar. Townstar is essentially the crypto version of Farmville. This, this project has been moving and grooving and growing very rapidly, and it's one of the pieces that is much different, again, from the Avatar projects, where most of the pieces in Townstar are all individual products items and things that you can purchase within the game you've got ape kids club then number 14 neo tokyo outer identities neo tokyo outer identities is a project that's also been around for quite a while that's been growing under the surface it's not one that you hear people talk about constantly all over the headlines of twitter of nft twitter but that is an amazing amazing project that is outstripping and outmoving many of the other metaverse worlds under somewhat under the radar when it comes to some people, but ask anyone who's into Neo Tokyo and they will tell you in deep detail why this is one of the most amazing projects that they love. And I just, you know, throw another thing out there that nothing we say on this, this show is financial advice. Do your own research and make sure that you understand every project before you make a decision and don't include anything I'm saying in your decision because I'm just telling you about the projects. So for number 15, Crypto Bull Society, an amazing high effort art project that came out in the last you know month and a half that is just taking the world by storm. It's by an incredible artist that's very well known. Number 16, the Wolf Gang. Wolf Game is an, the original 
uh, on-chain DeFi game that launched an entire movement in the last couple months. And there's a million people who have tried uh, using their open source code, have created forks of that code and created their own versions. And it's one that's been very like had a lot of momentum and one that's made people very excited over the last bit. Number 17, Doodles. Doodles is another incredible art project. Some say that it may have some relation to cool cats that have just started to emerge. But I'll tell you one thing about Doodles. It's bright artwork. It's incredibly uh, engaging artwork. And it's one of the pieces that I, I see the community really rallying towards. Number 18, Punk's Comics. Punk's Comics was an incredible project that launched as a vault full of crypto punks and bored apes and so many amazing different um, NFTs. And then that vault was fractionalized for everyone who purchased the punks comic. And then they had a choice to whether they wanted to burn their, um, their comic and receive a DAO token that's proportional to part of the DAO um, vault that contains all those valuable NFTs, or if they want to keep their comic and they want to instead trade it and get their physical comic book of the issue number one for the Punks Comics. And Punks Comics is an original comic full of characters created specifically for this based off the, a lot of the IP that's owned in the vault to create this original comic process. As I flash down through here, I'm just going to talk about the, mainly the Avatar projects in, in the rest of the top 30 here. Um, you've got Desperate Ape Wives, a recently launched project that is a female version of the Board Ape Yacht Club in many ways. It's really had a lot of momentum, and it's been a great one that's been really, you know, taken up very quickly because of people just loving the art and loving the culture behind it. You've got Vox Collectibles, My Pet Hooligan, that 23 Worldwide Webland, which is another incredible metaverse that's launched recently. And then at 25, you've got Cool Cats which Cool Cats NFT we'll talk a little bit more about. Down to 27, Slotty NFT, one that I'm not even familiar with. And so that just tells you that no matter how deeply or how strong you stay in the NFT community, there are always amazing, incredible projects coming out all the time that maybe you've never even heard of. And this is a project that has 4.5 thousand owners. And it so there, this is a very strong project, just one that happened to be under the radar for me personally. And as we fall, you know, get towards the, the bottom of the 30-day list, now again, this is only a 30-day list, so this list changes very quickly and moves very quickly. Uh, I just wanted to mention Cryptodes, CyberKongs, NFT Worlds, Swampverse, and then as I, you know, roll towards the bottom here, just a couple others I'll just flash and let you guys see. MFers, one that's a newer project that people are really excited about, Creature World, VFriends, these are all amazing projects that are in the last month have had significant volume in trading and significant ownership and significant people talking about it online. So as I flash that, I just want to give you that very, very brief overview before I dive in and kind of talk about some of these projects individually. So the number one project that we have uh, experienced in the last 30 days, and that's just to say in the last month, so there's no telling what has come before it or after it when it comes to popularity because it i'll tell you very clearly this project has its own ups and downs there's people who love it there's people who find it controversial there are people who live and die by it and since nike most recently purchased this company then the ties over to the corporate world 
are now so strong that we're not sure, you know, whether this will be thought of as more punk rock or whether this is thought of as the mainstream. So, you know, there's your difference there in the NFT world. You've got your punk rock, you know, people that want to, you know, be independent and free of any kind of influence from corporations. And then you've got your corporations who really want to get in and be a part of what's going on over in the NFT world. So they're finding their way in. And whereas Adidas created their own original NFT, you know, Nike decided to partner with a popular NFT company and actually buy them out to partner with them in that way. So those are different structures and different ways that corporations are encroaching and finding their way into our NFT world. So, Mr. Logan Landers, as you uh, look down at this um, Clone X group, what are your thoughts on this artwork? It's unique. I mean, it really is. It gives kind of that 3D model type of deal mm-hmm. with a futuristic vibe. Um, a lot of really, I see uh, some characters blowing bubbles, a lot of them with sunglasses, uh, some type of space helmet, it looks like, in, in the top left corner there, if you're watching us uh, with yeah. video. Uh, but yeah, it looks really, it's, it's a lot different than some of the other pieces that we've looked at, or some might be more, like you said, more, more family friendly, right? Mm-hmm. And some might be just kind of abstract art, we'll say. And this has a little bit of both. It has the, the personality with each one of the, uh, each one of these pieces that you can look at and be like, Hey, you know, I, I relate with one of that. I think that's got like a really dope looking hairstyle or that color looks really cool on it. And there's pretty much endless possibilities with all the ones that we're looking at here. Absolutely. Yeah, I got to agree with you there. These are very, they have a lot of variation. There's a lot of unique looks to these. And they do have that um, 3D um, rendering animation style. And I'll tell you one thing, you know, um, with the Clone X is they do intend to have a full metaverse ready versions of these coming very soon. So anyone who is a Clone X, you know, owner or someone interested in joining with this, this program, keep in mind that they have a long roadmap ahead and a lot of ideas that they'll be playing out soon. So as you see those, this was the number one traded one. Uh, by volume in the last 30 days. Not to say that it's the king of the world, but it's the one that people are thinking about a lot right now. Now one that people do think of as the king of the world right now, the Board Ape Yacht Club. We definitely want to flash through and just show some of the incredible pieces in the Board Ape Yacht Club. This is um, your preeminent NFT collection. It originally minted at 0.08 Ethereum, and ever since then, the society and the culture of the people who are in the Board Ape Yacht Club have successfully pushed to get the legs underneath this project to give it complete legendary status. Now, you know, this project, you know, whether or not you like the art, which the art is pretty fire, you you can rely on the fact that the community itself is what really drives this project. Yes, you know, people love their artwork, but what people love even more than the artwork is the access they get to community members, to other society as large, and to the advanced um, roadmap that the Board Ape Yacht Club has put together that has included quite a few other benefits, such as airdrops, including so, uh, the Board Ape Kennel Club, which was a se- series of dogs that were all dropped for the Board Apes, the, the Mutant Ape Yacht Club, which is a mutated version of each of the identical traits for all of the apes, that allowed everyone to mint 
their identical apes or to mint random apes and join in the fun of the Yacht Club and expand the membership of the Yacht Club well past the original 10,000 pieces or around 4,500 members onto another 16,000 or so additional NFTs to give people access to this club. So as you look through here, you know we see that the Board Ape Yacht Club does not play at this point. They have reached that legendary status where if you want to, you know, be a part of the Board Ape Yacht Club, then, you know, the floor on these is around, uh, as of today, around 50 or 60 Ethereum, which, for example, Board Ape Yacht Club number 175, as of today, um, you could get that and collect that item for 64.88 Ethereum, which as of today is worth $265,773.78. So do your own research and see if that is something that you find interesting, something that you would re, you know, feel like you would get a benefit from and just enjoy the process of it. You know, maybe this is something, a lifelong dream of yours, or maybe this is something that you feel long time benefits down the road. I'm not giving you any financial advice because I personally am a more of a broad based collector. I like, I just like the art. I, I collect for art. So, um, as you look through pieces like the Board Ape Yacht Club, just enjoy the process, enjoy what you see, and we're going to keep on moving and showing some other great pieces. So the Wolf Gang, the Wolf Game was a you know originally started as an on-chain DeFi-based um, game where you collected sheep and you collected wolves, and between the sheep and the wolves, they had all this gamified properties that allowed you to stake the items to generate a token called wool to do so many amazing things within the game. Now, as the game launched, there were some vulnerabilities detected within the contract. So they paused temporarily so they could regroup and so they could put everything together the way that they wanted it and so that they could continue moving and grooving with their game. And that's done really well for them the, over at the Wolf Gang. So, you know, shout out to them and shout out to everybody who's, you know, experimented with all of these cool interesting ways of gamifying i just want to flash real quickly what the wolves look like too so if you're watching on our video screen here's a here's a picture of some of the the sheep and the wolves it's pixel based art for everybody who's listening in though the sheep are you know each and the sheep and the wolves each have additional properties such as what their eyes look like whether they have earrings or a hat the color of the sheep when it comes to the wolves whether they have a tie the color of the wolf whether they have a crown or glasses, these types of things. So as you look through these, you can see that you know the art is pretty cool, but what really drew people into this project is the amazing gamification that is unique so far in the NFT world and has you know, created multiple forks of this game using the open source code where people are creating their own games, they're creating their own structures, and they're taking the idea of the wolf game and they're expanding it into other parts of the NFT world. So shout out to the wolf game and shout out to everybody who's involved with that project as you guys explore and grow into 2022. Wishing everybody the best of luck on every single project. Okay, doodles. Doodles is a much different animal than the last few that we have shown. In fact, it's not an animal at all. That's a big difference here. So this is an item called doodles so doodles is interesting because of the colors because of the vibe and because of the idea behind what the art is so uh mr landers what is your um thought process on doodles as you see this in contrast to some of the other projects we've mentioned 
Yeah, like you said, um, this one is different. It, it, it looks really cool. Though. I like the the very vibrant colors. It gives off kind of a, a mellow vibe, too, because it's not very flashy, right? The colors are kind of watered down, per se. Mm -hmm. But it does, e each one of these uh, pieces I'm looking at here, I, I like the, the kind of paper with the sad face in front of the, the actual face. Uh, yeah. I see some, some smoking a cigarette, some with uh, some really wide glasses, and it's really nice looking. It's just it's nice to look at. It, it's kind of a comforting kind of feel, right? When you look at these, mm -hmm. of it's like okay, like when you look at all of these artwork, all this artwork, you're gonna feel just kind of a chilled out vibe. Absolutely, yeah. I think that's a great way to describe it. You've got a very chilled out vibe, and I do think that yeah, there there are some great complexities to this when it comes to the glasses, when it comes to the post-it faces. You know, I, and there's so much personality behind these. I can definitely see why people are so you know loving this project, including the incredible community that's being built up behind it, and just all of the incredible people who are really you know focused on this project and just loving all the great details. So yeah, as you look through Doodles, that's just another incredible project with some just absolutely unique artwork. And yeah, so shout out to everybody loving Doodles and shout out to everybody who has collected this. Let us know in the comments for sure what is your thing that makes you love Doodles, what brought you into the project, and what makes you excited about the future for this project. All right, we're going to flash something totally different now. Punk's comic. The Punk's comic is, as you notice, Mr. Landers, the first thing you probably notice is all of the images are the same. Did you notice that? Yes, I do. Yes, yeah, so the reason that all the images are the same is because on the original Punk's comic release, and this is for the second one, this is for the second comic, if I go to oldest, you'll actually see a different image for the original Punk's comic, issue number one. So what was originally issued were the Punk's comics, The Hunt for the Lost Robbies, and this is the, the item here. And so if you possess this Punk's comic, it's given you all kinds of different benefits and things that you can utilize throughout the last few months as Punk's have uh, developed and the Pixel Vault, which are the people who put it out, have developed. And you've had different options from collecting comics to minting another project called Meta Heroes to minting um, additional you know, products, you know, that have to do with the Adidas launch because Punk's actually uh, partnered with the Adidas launch for their uh, original metaverse launch. There are the second punks comic, you know, that came out. There are a lot of utility based benefits that really dr have driven this project to be legendary. So do some more research on your own and you'll actually find out that the punks comics, while it looks like you've just got two different images of punks comics and you've got your founders vault Dow and these, I'm sure this can seem very confusing at first to look at, but the reason that these, you know, that people are, are so obsessed with these that they love them so much and that everything happening with this community is so strong is because of the utility that is being produced and it makes all the community members so excited to be a part of this community. So that is Punk's Comics. So going on to another legendary project, we're talking about Cool Cats NFT. Now check out our entire episode about the Cool Cats NFT over on our page for Discussing Art, you can watch the video version live over on YouTube or on Twitter or on Facebook, and you can listen to us over on our podcast, Discussing Art. So I'm just going to briefly flash through here and mention the Cool Cats NFT. This is another one that started off as a very small project. 
But then people started to realize that the community is just amazing. And then the artists and the devs began to deliver on a roadmap that made everyone very excited as they began to drop additional pieces of art, launch contests and have fun, create community, and just create a really great culture around these pieces of art around Blue Cat. So as I flash through these, you know, this is another one that has, you know, really grown and has really started to set a set a stage for itself and has honestly set a lot of standards for other projects. You would be absolutely blown away by the amount of other projects that have utilized a style similar to Cool Cat since their launch or have literally ripped off some of their style or have come across with a, another like cute and fun family friendly style in order to capitalize on that same audience of you know fun family friendly easy going pieces and of course those pieces are hope you know those communities are hoping that you know they get some of the same kind of recognition for their work as the cool cats team has been doing but i'll tell you the cool cats team works extremely hard and the artwork was absolutely just the first step in everything they've been doing. So, yeah, do some more research and check out Cool Cats and see what is your favorite thing about these amazing 10,000 blue cats and all of their amazing outfits and uniforms and different personalities as you explore. And don't forget to check out Cool Cats Collabs, which was the um, the Ethereum blockchain collection for the items that were dropped with the cool cats as you know if you were an owner there are some amazing entry points to joining the cool cats clan and to enjoying cool cats artwork and being a collector with it over on the cool cats collabs so shout out to cool cats and shout out to the artist and to the dev for this amazing project an amazing group of pieces as in 2022 we will see whether this becomes considered a quote blue chip blue cat all right, so I ha cannot go through 2021 without mentioning Cryptodes by Grimplin. Now, this is not a project that I've collected, and it's one that honestly was under the radar for me for quite a while. But I will tell you that this has an absolutely just rabid following. The people who love Cryptodes are live and die by Cryptodes. And there's a lot of reasons why that I've started to discover as I've done more research into this project. So Cryptodes is all about the memes. It's all about fun. It's all about interesting vibes. Another thing that's very different about this project is all of the art is in public domain. So you could take the imagery that you see in Cryptodes and use it however you want to, even if you don't own a Cryptode. So that's a little bit different than a lot of other projects. And so, so for example, Mr. Landers, if you wanted to grab a handful of toads off of here from the art and you wanted to make a t-shirt with all these toads on it, you could do that without having to get permission from the artist, without having to get permission from the owner of the Cryptoad, because this particular project, and this is unique to this project alone, is in public domain completely. You can do whatever you want with the artwork. So what do you think about that, Mr. Logan? Yeah, that, that's really cool. I think because we we see a lot of uh, a lot of projects, a lot of companies be kind of more strict about that, and you know respect to them for wanting to keep their artwork to themselves. But I think especially with this with these pieces here, I mean I think that's really cool because they're for the community a thousand percent. They're cool, like you mentioned with them uh, making T-shirts off of it, making a coffee mug, or just any kind of merchandise off of it. It just kind of helps expand it and it's really it's kind of more of that customer satisfaction right you're going to see 
the fans of of this piece be like, man, you know, I was able to make this really amazing um, in life potentially uh, type of type of merchandise, and it's all because they were really cool with me doing it, and I didn't have to jump through a lot of hoops or uh, go at the risk of getting sued or anything. So I think that that's really cool that they're doing that for for the um, for the people out there who are, who are wanting to do this. Absolutely. And you know, and as I look through these, there is a lot of variation here. There's some funny memes baked into several of these pieces. And you know, it's it's pretty enjoyable art. It's not something that I had uh, gravitated towards originally, because honestly, uh, the jokes on Twitter, you know, from the community were honestly just kind of silly and just, you know, very uh, teenage humor, I would call it a lot of times. So, you know, with this one, I was like, ha ha ha. And I just let them continue on. Because I just, you know, it wasn't my original, you know, thing I was really gravitating towards. But I'll tell you this, the, the Cryptodes um, followers and community, the artists themselves, and so many other derivative projects that have found amazing life by using that Creative Commons um, attribution, li- you know, license, where you can use the art however you want. They've created additional amazing products. They've created additional utility and they've just had a really great time just enjoying themselves so shout out to them shout out to cryptodes and we're going to move on as we go into now one of the one of the only nft um virtual land things that i'd like to flash but since it is in the top 30 i just want to very very quickly mention nft worlds this is something that I've been look, you know, looking at and staring at for a long time. I'm not a holder in this piece, but I think it's a very innovative concept. What they've done with NFT worlds is each one of these individual worlds is a Minecraft private world. And that private world, you have the keys to it, to enter it, to develop it, to do whatever you'd like with it. So really quickly, I'm, I'm going to flash just a couple of examples of what people have done with these NFT worlds. So they start off just looking like a plot of land with nothing specifically on them, nothing specifically you know happening except for you know the plot of land itself. And you know if you're watching our video version, I'm going to flash very quickly just an example of an you know a piece of land that's nothing has been done with it yet. And the particular one I'm showing is actually just a single island in the middle of an ocean. Um, and that's just really cool because that's you know that's how this um, generated. It was generated randomly, and that's how it generated. But what you could do is you could take that land and then decide for yourself to develop it in the way that you want to develop it. So, for example, this particular one I'm showing on the screen now was uh, developed into a Board Ape Yacht Club clubhouse. So if you look, you can see that there's a big clubhouse on the land. There are some some items that are a little hard to see just on the smaller image. But what's incredible and what is just absolutely a, a game changer in my head is that when you actually go to these lands, these are fully formed places to hang out with your community. So that's just a really cool thing that NFT Worlds has done. The way that I first saw NFT Worlds is because every time that you update your world, you pay a gas fee on Ethereum blockchain to lock it in so that it shows up the actual world that you've built over on the display inside of your wallet and on OpenSea and on other uh, NFT platforms. So I had noticed this... um, particular project because honestly a lot of people are spending gas fees on it and i just noticed it pop up in the biggest gas guzzlers list and i'm like what is nft worlds so then i started to look around and see that this is a you know a a project that's been thriving somewhat under the radar but because they've been they've been around for quite a while 
I think that they actually minted during the summer of this year, but it's only been in the last couple of months that because of how amazing they fulfilled their roadmap and everything going on with their project that NFT Worlds has has risen up to being one of the top projects here right at the end of the year. So, you know, flatter to a non-avatar project, NFT Worlds, it's a very unique project in and of that each world is actually a real Minecraft server. Logan, did you ever play Minecraft? I never did. I I had a bunch of friends who were who were into it, but I never got the bug. But th- this project really does remind me of it, though. Honestly, yeah, it's wild because you know, um, connecting and literally building Minecraft hubs means that outside of the NFT community, they'll they've started to bring in a whole new community of people that are Minecraft players, including an entire generation that's grown up playing Minecraft from a very early age in the past ten years or so. And those people will be able to connect the world of Minecraft and the world of online gaming over to the NFT world through items like NFT Worlds. So just shout out to them for all the work they're doing to connect disparate communities between the NFT world and the non-NFT community over in the gaming world. And that's just an incredible, incredible facet of their project and one that is unique to the NFT world right now as far as I've seen. So shout out to them as we move on to talk about V Friends. Okay, V Friends, we had an entire episode about this too, so we won't go too in depth. But V Friends has been a solid project. It's in the top 30, you know, trading in the in the month of December, but it's also been in the you know the top 30 for most of 2021. So we just wanted in our year in review to mention V Friends one more time. V Friends are the 10,255 piece collection of hand-drawn art by Gary Vaynerchuk. And each piece of artwork gives you access to three years of VCon. And VCon is this absolutely amazing conference that Gary V has put together in order to, to showcase not only his connections, but he uses the V friends as a great way to fractionalize his time so that he can actually show you, you know, um, he can give you personal time without, you know, without having to, you know, spread it out across everybody or just give it to influencers who, you know, can pay for his time and those things. So what, what he's done with that is he's literally, you know, fractionalized his, his time and stuff and given everybody the ability to be a part of a community that circles around what everything that Gary Vee is working on. So that's just something very interesting. I thought for this one, and if I can get the piece to come up, I will show you one more thing with uh, VCon, which is the VCon lineup itself. So this is just the very first line of announcement. There will be plenty more people at VCon. This is literally the first day announcement that just came out a few days ago. So some of the names that pop to mind right off the top are the entire Cool Cats main team, the artist Beeple, Charlie Diamello, which is the social media phenomenon from TikTok. You've got Deepak Chopra, which is one of the biggest names in meditation. Um, you've got Gary, of course, will be there. Um, so many influencers and people from amazing NFT collections, including John Orion Young. You've got uh, writer-director Kevin Smith. You've got Liam Payne, the um, writer and um, musical artist. You've got influencers like Logan Paul. You've got other uh, NFT artists like Micah Johnson. You've got Mila Kunis, who is the voice of the Stoner Cats. 
um, one of the main Stoner Cat characters, and Stoner Cats is another NFT collection that launched this year that's done really well. You've got so many amazing artists and music people like Rizzle, People Pleaser. You've got Tom Bellew's going to be there, Tom Sachs, Rocket Factory. So many amazing people, including up-and-coming future music artists, including Blue to Tiger, Fresco Trey, I'm a Soul, Lulu, Lil Polo T, Leon Fraz, Millie Go Lightly, and just so, so many more. So if you are a Friends holder, it gives you access to go to the next three VCon conferences. The first one will be coming up next year from May 19th through the 22nd in Minneapolis, Minnesota at the U.S. Bank Stadium. So that is just an incredible facet and feature of the VCon world and of v, of v Friends. And we just wanted to highlight that real quick because this is one of the reasons – that VFriends has, you know, stayed such a strong community partner in the NFT world and has continued to grow so quickly. So as we round out, I wanted to flash one more amazing project because, of course, we can't get to all of them. And this is the World of Women. World of Women is one of the, you know, premier, one of the, the most talked about female products in the NFT world. It's not the first, the first, the, as far as we know, when it comes to generative female projects you know, on a large scale, mind you, when you're talking about 10,000 piece projects or so, um, was Fame Lady Squad. But shortly after that, the world of women launched, and this project has just grown and grown ever since because of its unique, very diverse artwork and amazing style. So this is a project that I just love the background artwork on. I love the foreground. I love the the um, vector style of the artwork. I like the attitude of the ladies. There's a lot of variation in here. And it gives you a chance, you know, if you wanted one of these as your avatar or if you just wanted to collect and do a lot of representation or just to, you know, give shouts out to other women creators, this is one that people really have gravitated towards a lot throughout this year. And again, throughout the month of December has been a very fluid project that has grown really steadily. So um, as I look through this, uh, what is your uh, reaction to the world of women, Logan? I mean, just to kind of go off what you were saying, the backgrounds I enjoy, they're kind of wavy. Uh, they're all, they're kind of similar, but also different in terms of color, in terms of mm-hmm. uh, how they're shaped. Uh, the representation is amazing. There's a bunch of awesome looking characters up there. Uh, and like you said, there's a lot of stuff going on. You see some with glasses, blowing bubble gum, uh, a ton of different jackets, hairstyles, necklaces, accessories. And there is a lot to look at here. You could scroll down there for probably five to 10 minutes and see a bunch of different, but also amazing representation and also some really dope art pieces also. Absolutely. Yeah. So shout out to the world of women. World of women is an intriguing project and there's nothing stopping them, especially given their really strong community and amazing roadmap going forward that this project will continue to make headlines into 2022 along with every single project and hundreds more that we have not even scratched the surface of. So that's just to say that this world has absolutely opened up in the last 12 months it has become an incredible phenomenon, and we're just giving shouts out to this. So, you know, as we round out, I'm going to go back to our first slide here and just mention again this incomplete list. But I also want to mention that while these avatar projects have made incredible headlines, 
while a lot of these projects have really you know, got the imagination of the NFT world, of the public that's just learning about the NFT world, and just everything that's going on in the NFT culture, this doesn't even scratch the surface. For There's two main things, you know, besides the NFT avatar list we've talked about today that we'll talk about in a few very, you know, upcoming episodes that I just want to make sure to mention. And first off, that is non-avatar art, such as generative art, such as landscapes, paintings, every type of visual art, music, movies. There are so many different facets of the NFT creative world that we're just touching the surface of as we, you know, we saw all these popular avatar projects that I just want to encourage everyone to keep their mind and their ideas open as we enter this next level in 2022, because while there will be hundreds and hundreds of new avatar projects that launch every single month in throughout 2022 it will become increasingly important to assess and look at the finer details of each of these projects to determine whether or not this is something that you might want to collect that you might want to tell someone else about or that you might just want to enjoy on the sidelines as it just continues to grow and and be amazing i'll tell you this you know this is not financial advice either that it is very important to assess these projects and to take a look at the deeper things that are going on within each of these projects because the surface and sometimes even the amazing art don't fully foretell the, the story about what could happen in, in growth, in commerce, or even you know in some of the more negatives of any of these projects. So do your own research, and then when you do that, do your own research again, because the first time you may have learned something, the second time you're going to actually get it synced in, and the third time that you come back and look at it, you can really make a decision that's fully informed, that you can really you know, make a great decision, and you can find out which of these communities, if any of them, are a good fit for you and for what you want out of your life and your your culture and what really speaks to you. So that's just a shout out to that. And this a, a second thing that I was to say besides the um, non-avatar uh, projects are historic projects. So yeah, 2021, we saw the launch of most of the projects that people have heard of outside of the NFT world. That being said, there are a lot of historic projects that will be unearthed, announced, and revitalized in 2022, and we'll do an entire episode all about those as well, including 2020, 2014 projects such as the Bitcoin NFT projects, Rare Pepes and such over on Counterparty. There are incredible um, one-off items that we'll explore, not because of some sort of collectability or not be sort of um, because of utility or membership, but because these projects left a mark in the art world and in the crypto art world that is unique you know, a lot of times the first in their in their uh, genre and are just noteworthy so we'll continue to explore projects like that from 2014 to 2015 2016 into 2017 and then the big boom that happened in 2017 into 2018 because i'll tell you this when we get to 2022 logan we're going to do an entire episode about of 2018 NFT projects that have either been simmering under the surface, are long forgotten, or had did not get the traction that they thought they would get when they originally launched and are now revitalizing with this new renaissance and are coming back with everything lined up to take the NFT world by storm. 
So we're so very excited to talk about uh, quote-unquote ancient <laughs> NFT projects all the way back to 2014, to talk about them all the way up to the big boom in 2017 and 18, to talk about the relatively quiet period of NFTs in, 20, in late 2018 into 2019 and 2020. And then, of course, in 2022, we'll continue to explore which projects continue to grow and become what some refer to as a blue chip and what some refer to as legendary here in the space. So as we finish up today, Mr. Logan Landers, how has your journey been with NFTs and what are some of your takeaways with this um, 2021 uh, wrap-up? Yeah, I mean, this, you know, I got into the NFT game kind of kind of late to the party, we'll say, in in 2021, uh, just kind of just dipping my toe into this um, amazing community. And I just got to say, it, it's been really welcoming uh, on Twitter. There's been a lot of people reaching out, just saying, hey, and just saying good morning and all that stuff. So that's been mm-hmm. really nice. Same on Discord as well. Um, but just kind of going through and looking at all of just you know some of these pieces here some of the ones that we've done on other shows and just kind of browsing around on open sea at my own uh, my own personal time it, it, it's crazy because i mean you know we, we we're wrapping up the year the 2021 year in review and we've covered maybe 0.1 percent if even of of all of the great projects that were going on this year that really popped off and that really got very popular and I mean, you, you know, I've told you before many times, it's kind of like it's kind of like jumping deep into a, a deep end at a pool and hoping you can get your way up with all the amazing content here. But kind of just do, you know, doing my own stuff and doing all these shows, looking around on my own. It's really helped out just seeing, you know, what I'm what I'm interested in, what I'm not, what artwork appeals to me and what might not. And it's just really cool seeing how, like you mentioned, you get some of these amazing uh, one-on-one NFT artists, the amazing independent ones, and also ones that might be partnering with certain companies like Adidas, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, all those uh, big-name brands, and just seeing the diversity, the representation in a lot of these pieces, and just to overall sum it up in one word, it, it's been great to kind of just form my own opinion on all this and to really kind of start my journey uh, late in 2021 and going strong into 2022. Absolutely. Well, yeah, and as we as we round out there, I just want to say thank you again for joining me, Mr. Logan, on this journey as we talk more and more about the NFT world and as we discuss what's been going on and all of the incredible facets that really make up these communities. And so I really you know, enjoy this, and we cannot wait to bring you incredible new episodes here, there, everywhere. Be sure to watch our, our original episodes that, as that have already aired over on YouTube over on our Twitter page, and listen to the podcast every week over on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We are there for you, and we have been humbled and just excited by how quickly and how amazing that you guys have taken up and became subscribers and have given us everything that we need to continue this. And be sure, if you love the podcast, to drop us a review because every review and every five-star rating that we get over on our podcast helps us to go up higher on the algorithms so that people will find our amazing program and we can discuss more art, we can discuss NFTs, and we can discuss culture in general. So thank you so much for joining us here on Discussing Art. We, I am your host, Jeremiah Long, the artist JL, and we've been joined with my co-host, 
NFT Logan. So thank you guys so much, and we'll be back with another episode of Discussing Art.